Hi, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Manifest Action Podcast, the show for ambitious women who want to be, do, and have it all in their lives, abundance, finances, relationships, and careers, and are ready to claim it and co-create it. I'm Maggie, your money mindset BFF, manifestation expert, and certified life and success coach here to guide ambitious women like you by sharing my journey, stories, and learnings, along with mindset techniques, strategies, and energetic tools to support you. This podcast is a safe space for high-achieving women who want more abundance, wealth, freedom, love, alignment, connection, and so much more. A place for you to dream and reflect without fear of judgment. I'm obsessed with helping you manifest anything you want in your life through inspired action. Remember, abundance is your birthright. I know we are going to grow so much together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and let's dive in. Hello, Abundant Babes. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast episode, and I'm so thrilled to be back. I've been thinking a lot about self-concept. It has come up recently many times in client calls and has just really been on my mind. I was feeling called to create. So here we are diving into the realm of self-concept, exploring its connections to spirituality, personal awakening, and the journey of rediscovering ourselves and our souls. In this episode, I'll share about self-concept and incongruence as described by Carl Rogers dip a toe into the mirror reality and neuro-linguistic programming because those are both so important for self-concept. Give examples and tips to dismantle and rewire your self-concept. My self-concept used to be shit. It used to do me an extreme disservice because a part of me was keeping me small and stuck while the other was chasing dreams and making manifestations come true. And I didn't know what to do with this cute little part of my brain. It was just there and I was living in this duality. And then it clicked that that didn't have to be my truth. This self-concept work helped me love and shove that small part of me to deprogram myself from society's beliefs, the beliefs that weren't mine, and become the person I'm meant to be and want to be. And I am always on this journey, but I'll say I do have a very strong self-concept foundation, and that's because I did the work to deprogram and reprogram my mind, which is what I want to talk about today. Self-concept encompasses how we view ourselves, our understanding of how the world perceives us, and the mental image we create of our reality. This mental construct shapes not only our internal landscape, but also casts a significant influence on the external reality we experience. It's a dynamic interplay where our inner beliefs are projected onto the canvas of our external world, determining the colors, fonts, and contours of our experiences. 
If you're anything like me, you might have already been doing this identity work and shifting limiting beliefs without even knowing the phrase self-concept. It's something a lot of us are called to do on our journey of self-discovery. And when I came across self-concept, it just validated a lot of the work that I was already doing. So let's dive into what it is and where the heckity heck it comes from. Picture this. You're walking through the intricate corridors of your mind where beliefs, perceptions, and reflections about yourself reside. The internal landscape is what Carl Rogers, a renowned humanist psychologist, referred to as self-concept. Now, imagine your self-concept as a three-part puzzle, each piece contributing to your overall understanding of who you are. Rogers identified these three parts as the ideal self, self-image, and self-esteem. Your ideal self is the portrait you're painting of your best self. It's the version of you that you aspire to be, the person with qualities, attributes, and achievements that you dream of. For instance, if you're working towards becoming a successful entrepreneur who's making a positive impact, that vision is your ideal self. Your self-image is the piece of the puzzle about how you perceive yourself in the present moment. It's the mirror reflecting your current attributes, qualities, and roles. For instance, if you see yourself as a compassionate friend, an effective leader, or a creative thinker, those are parts of your self-image. Your self-esteem is the emotional core of your self-concept. It's about how much you value and accept yourself based on your self-image and how it aligns with your ideal self. If your self-esteem is high, you feel worthy, capable, and deserving. If it's low, self-doubt and self-criticism might creep in. Imagine you're an aspiring online coach. Your ideal self is a coach who inspires people and creates a worldwide movement. Your self-image includes being someone who passionately serves clients every day, cares deeply about more people living their dream lives, and sharing your gifts and light with more souls to cause a ripple through the collective. However, your self-esteem sometimes takes a hit when you compare your progress to other coaches, leaving you with moments of self-doubt. Here's where it gets interesting. Rogers believed that incongruence, a mismatch between your ideal self and self-image, can lead to emotional distress. If a coach starts doubting their abilities or feeling that she's not living up to her aspirations, that incongruence might lead to anxiety or frustration. On the other hand, congruence, where your ideal self and self-image align, creates a healthier self-concept. If an aspiring coach acknowledges her progress, appreciates her uniqueness, and keeps working towards her coaching goals, she experiences congruence. This congruence nurtures positive self-esteem and a deeper sense of authenticity. Now, consider this. Your self-concept is not set in stone. It evolves as you grow, learn, and embrace new experiences. It's like a painting that you're continuously adding brushstrokes to, sometimes refining, sometimes experimenting, and 
always reflecting your ever-changing journey. We can't talk about self-concept without touching on the mirror reality. Imagine your self-concept as a mirror reflecting back what you believe about yourself onto the external world. If you hold beliefs like, I'm not good enough, that's the reflection you'll see. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. However, when you shift your beliefs, the mirror's reflection changes accordingly. It's like putting on a new pair of glasses and suddenly perceiving the world in a different light. I first got my glasses in fourth or fifth grade. I remember walking out of the ophthalmologist's office and seeing the detail of leaves on a tree and the detail of the clouds in the sky for the first time. I was so overwhelmed because I thought everyone else had seen the world as blurry as I did. Now that's a literal example, but see how one thing can make you see the entire world more positively, you just have to put on a new pair of glasses and your external reality will change. This ties into neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP. NLP explores how our thoughts and words influence our behavior. By adjusting our language, we can reshape our self-concept. Instead of saying, I can't do it, we might say, I'm learning how to do it. Instead of saying, I'm not good with money, we might say, I am learning how to be good with money. This shift in language transforms our self-concept from a fixed state to a dynamic journey of growth. What's beautiful is that adults, we wield the reins of control over our own self-concept which is a stark contrast to our childhood when our self-concept was largely shaped by external influences. During the formative years, typically from ages one to seven, we were walking subconscious minds and sponges to everything happening around us, the ideas and impressions from family, friends, our teachers, society, and the media. These influences forge the template of our self-concept, often without conscious choice. This unexamined template can persist into adulthood, and our lives may inadvertently reflect a self-concept that others imposed upon us. This is why it's so important to deprogram, reprogram, and rewire. Yet the journey of self-discovery and authenticity calls us to challenge and dismantle these preconceived notions. In a world brimming with stimuli, social media feeds, trends, and cultural norms, we need to navigate through the noise and rediscover our genuine selves. Is that my thought or is that a thought that I heard on repeat that is now playing in my head? This involves consciously reducing our exposure to this content that is just noise. Maybe that means unfollowing people who are doing you a disservice and embarking on a journey of introspection. And as we introspect, we evaluate our beliefs in various spheres of life, ranging from self-worth and attractiveness to intelligence and personal preferences. Rediscovering a strong self-concept requires introspection, understanding what beliefs we hold about ourselves, and consciously shaping our self-affirmations. 
the I am statements we make carry immense weight in determining our self-concept. Positive self-affirmations can alter our external reality positively, while negative ones can have the opposite effect. Embracing individuality amidst social pressure is vital. By consuming less external content, focusing on self-exploration, and really committing to uncovering our true selves, we're able to embrace our unique attributes, both physical and internal. And that reminds us that we were created as we should be. Our essence, our soul, transcends physical attributes and societal pressures. Comparison and emulation of others only hinder our self-concept. For example, when you are trying to emulate someone that you see as more successful than you, instead of using them as inspiration, you try to be them, that hinders your self-concept. Examining self-concept can also shed light onto recurring patterns in our lives. If negative beliefs persist, they often lead to cyclical patterns of behavior. We see this a lot with people who just get in a cycle of toxic relationships or toxic financial patterns because they don't believe they're worthy of love or they don't believe that they're good with money and they end up in these really negative patterns. Changing self-beliefs can disrupt these patterns and lead to positive change. Authentic self-concept is a powerful tool for personal growth and manifestation. Remember, if nothing changes, nothing changes. In the end, our self-concept influences our external reality. Embracing our uniqueness, understanding our beliefs about ourselves, and consciously affirming our positive attributes can reshape our lives. By focusing on our genuine selves, we become a source of inspiration for others to embrace their uniqueness. Embracing and declaring a positive self-concept sets the stage for a transformed and more fulfilling life journey. That's it for today. I can't wait to expand on this and other similar topics in future episodes. Feel free to send me a DM with any questions or topic requests, and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review this podcast so I can keep the good stuff coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come along for the journey and see the behind the scenes by following my Instagram and TikTok at Maggie Manifest, posting this podcast to your Instagram story and tagging me. I believe in you and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and be, do, and have it all. Bye!